Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of my podcast, A Closet and a Dream. It's Friday, October 11, 2019, and my name is Mr. Emma. I created this podcast to educate and inform people of all races and nationalities what's on an intelligent black man's mind. Rappers and athletes don't define all black men despite some of your ignorance. I mean, I love hip-hop and sports. However, I'm tired of them being the voice of the common black man. Unfortunately, they have to be very cautious of what they say, and I somewhat understand that because they have lots to lose. But I don't have to be that cautious because I'm broke and broadcasting straight out of my closet here at home, so I will feed it to you raw. My podcast is not designed to bash others. I am not a part of the seek and destroy mentality and movement that's currently going on. I don't believe in tearing down others. So if you're looking for gossip, the parking lot, which basically means get yourself out. But if you want to hear quality discussions about valid topics that affect our communities, then come on in, kick back, and enjoy yourself. I'll be more than happy to make room for you in my closet. I'm positive that you will be very entertained while laughing and enjoying the rawness of my podcast. So let's get to it. First of all, I would like to thank God, Allah, and Yahweh for waking me up this beautiful morning. And yes, I thanked all three of them. That way, I'm fully covered. Wow. My podcast is based solely on my thoughts and opinions, so always keep in mind that an opinion is like a booty hole, and they can often stink, (laughs) and it can get mighty funky in here oftentimes, so please keep you a can of air freshener close by, always when you tune in. I'm using vanilla today, but the choice is all yours. I also have a saying. That I got from a local legendary MC that you might want to get used to. Ray the J will broadcast live every Friday night from the Club Expo in the 1980s. And he would say, Pretty girls welcome. Ugly girls the parking lot. So when you hear me say, The parking lot. Then you definitely know what time it is. First topic of the day is What if we put the same energy we put into supporting our football team into supporting God and each other? Football has become a God nowadays. People talk lots of noise about their team when they're winning. They go and buy out all the jerseys and hats. And if they're losing, They just find another team to hate on to make them feel better. Of course, I used to be totally guilty of this also. I'll be the first to admit it. If you know me, then you know I'm a diehard San Francisco 49ers fan. By the way, they're currently 4-0 at the moment. But things change all the time. I remember when if they would lose... I would be so sad and disappointed. I would mope around all week, full of anger and frustration. I had all types of superstitions, even, 
like not allowing any opposing fan to watch the game with me because I'm sure that will make us lose. Or if I miss watching the game, we would definitely lose. Now, looking back on that, what would possibly make me think the 49ers would lose if any of those silly superstitions happened? I'm not the coach who called the wrong play. I'm not the quarterback that threw the interception. I'm not the running back who fumbled the ball. And I'm definitely not the receiver who just dropped the ball in the end zone. I'm just Mr. M, sitting in front of a TV, couch coaching, and yelling at the coaching players. My heart rate is 200 beats per second and is about to beat out of my chest. I have an awful headache and my blood pressure is now 180 over 140, all because of a game. On the days we would play, I would be so excited. I would put on my jersey, get my game snacks in order, and get ready for showtime. If we win, it's definitely a celebration. And if we lose, you know the drill. The parking lot. I mean, I've had all the San Francisco gear you could imagine. From keychains, to mugs, to even socks. I would invest lots of money into supporting the 49ers over the years. So, what the what F the was, was I thinking about? about? I had turned football into my God, like lots of people do these days. I allowed it to determine my happiness and sadness. I put a ton of energy into talking trash about other teams. But why? I became conditioned like most football fans. I made it this intense and emotional competition, and I'm not even playing. <clears throat> then I started realizing that the sport of football is employing young black men and making them rich. I also started realizing that the NFL is changing the lives of those players and their family and friends financially. The average income of an NFL player is $860,000 annually. Now, the average income for a black male in the United States is $23,738. Better double up on that one. The NFL employs 68% of young black males. In 2018, the black male unemployment rate was 6.6%, which was still more than double the white employment rate of 3.2%. <clears throat> oh, I messed around and sharted on myself literally for the first time on my podcast. Hold on while I shower and change my drawers. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Sorry for the mishap, and thanks for your understanding and patience. I'm sure some of you have sharded on yourself before, so please don't judge me. So I was sharing with you some of the statistics about the NFL's high employment rate for black males. 
as opposed to the high national rate of unemployed black males in the United States. So that got me to thinking that any young black male on any team is automatically a winner in my book. He is defying the odds and statistics of the average black male. He is able to make a major financial difference to his family, friends, and community if he chooses. And quit judging these young men and telling them how they should spend their money. Lots of these young men came from absolutely nothing. Low income and negative environments surrounded them. No one to teach them about life, investments, finances, just only football. Then you had a nerve enough to get mad on how they should spend their money. What do you expect from basically a young kid in his 20s? I mean, some of you same people that's judging their pockets would have done the same thing in your 20s. You even probably balled out on $10 an hour back then. <clears throat> it's so easy to say what you would do if you were in someone else's shoes. I would feed the homeless people. I would invest in my community, you know. I would make a major difference. Well, brother and sister, make a difference. You're not doing those things now. So why do you want us to believe you will do it when you get lots of money? It doesn't cost much to help feed a homeless person. And you can invest your time by helping clean up your community and things of that nature. I don't see you out here doing that. Sometimes investing your time is way more effective than investing money. So to the brother and sister, if I had this or that, I would do this or that. You know the drill. The parking lot. So my message is put some of that football fan energy into getting closer to God and invest in making a difference in your communities. If you could spend all of that time, energy, and money rooting for a team that doesn't even know you exist in this world, then you can definitely do the same for your friends that own businesses that see you on a regular and know you exist. So I've gained quite a few listeners on my podcast and would like to thank each and every one of you for your support. I don't do this to be famous. I do it because it's my calling and my purpose in life. All I want to do is know that I made a difference when I leave this world. So who is Mr. M, you may ask? Well, first of all, Mr. M loves God. He's read the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation. He's in touch with his spirit and loves God with all of his heart. He was taught to love, encourage, and respect others. He loves his family and friends. He'll do anything for his beautiful son and daughter. He honors his mother and father. Yeah, he's had his struggles and battles as most of us have. He's by no means perfect. He accepts his wrongs and makes them right. He's made tons of bad decisions. He's hurt lots of people with his selfishness and hate. He's been on top of the world financially and he's also been in his lowest point. He's lived in different states. 
He's been in a car wreck and was told he'll never walk straight again. He suffers from migraines and a bad knee, which made him addicted to BCs. He suffered from low self-esteem. Yeah, he talks slow, but he's helped homeless people and even opened his doors to them so they can get back on their feet. He's had to stay with others until he got back on his feet. He's lied to people he's cared about. He was a loner. He struggled with the thought of suicide. He suffered from deep depression. I noticed that all of the bad things are past tense. But my God, let me say that again so you can feel his power. But my God, see, if you real with yourself, he'll set you free. Thank you, God, for never giving up on me. Thank you, God, that I'm not perfect and have to depend on you. Thank you, God, that I'm nothing without you. Thank you, God, I can't even make a simple decision without you. Thank you for your love, understanding, and patience with me. See, I'm a dreamer. God gives us all an imagination to dream. Why does God give us imagination? He gives us imagination to have hope. We are nothing without hope. We might as well be dead if we lose hope. Hopes and dreams are two of God's greatest gifts to us. Exercise your gifts. You are in control. It's totally up to you. No more excuses. Make this your day to recharge your dreams and hopes. God says if we take one step, he'll take two. Quit praying to get rich with no game plan. Doesn't work like that. Your chances are actually better winning the lottery. So get your game plan together and start dreaming again, brother and sister. Dr. Miles Monroe said we were all born with a gift inside of us. You owe it to God and the world to help others with your gift. You were sent here from a higher power with a purpose. You are a package that's sent to this earth to deliver a gift. You owe me and others your gift. You came to this earth with your future inside of you. A gift is the inherent capacity to fulfill a function. Inherit means no one can give it to you. You came with it. It's your duty to manifest your gift. Everyone that's successful in life started out with a dream. Worked hard at it while perfecting their gift. Dreams are a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time and lots of hard work to finish your dreams. I never give up on my dream. If I die tomorrow, then I could be at peace knowing that I died to live and not just to exist. Don't leave this world without trying. I started out with a laptop, microphone, my closet, and one listener, which was me. I joined Facebook and started friending my friends and classmates and family. My first podcast, which I still feel is my best one, got eight plays the first week. I was so happy. And it doubled the next week. Then no more plays. 
So I pumped out another one Got a few more plays Then another one See, the God in me said Keep building and they will come So I kept pumping them out Back to back Still, not many plays But I was resilient But wouldn't stop I even stopped looking to see How many plays I had Because I knew That that would more than likely frustrate me And I would give up Then, after my 7th podcast I finally checked again And anybody who knows God Knows the significant number 7 And what it means And lo and behold I had almost 400 plays And it kept growing and growing Then I officially knew That Mr. M was born Now I'm over 1,200 plays, and I only promote on Facebook. I know that's very minute to some, but it's a major accomplishment to me. And it all started with a closet and a dream. Now I'm taking it to bigger platforms. See, God put that dream in you. What do you think? You just thought of that on your own? No, you were born with it. It was putting you for a reason. Now activate the God in you and get busy. He's waiting on you. Quit saying you'll do it later. How dare you insult God and act as if you have more time. And quit wanting others to support you and help you with your dream. Do it on your own. It's yours and yours only. Only you were born with it. We all were born to eventually die. You came here alone, and you'll leave here alone. So all you need is God when it comes to dreaming. Even if you fail to realize that it was Him who helped you achieve your dream. Once again, I would like to thank you for tuning into my podcast. Thanks for all the love and support that I've been receiving. It's greatly appreciated. And remember that I don't just like you, I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Thanks for lending me your ear. Peace. Peace.